Hey, it's your host, Brittany, and welcome to the Mom Sweat Sanity Podcast, where we talk all things life, health, fitness, kids, relationships, you name it, nothing is off the table. A little bit of just me and a whole lot of knowledgeable guests. So throw on your Lulus to run or to mom, grab yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, and join us as we unpack life's pressing topics and learn a little bit more of the who, what, whys of it all. Or at the very least, get real, share some wisdom, and grab practical tips to help in our daily lives. Well, thanks for coming on. As I said, like I saw your post right after I had asked, I did like an Instagram ask as to what people would like to hear on the show. And I had so many people fit over 40 and how to like help control the hormones so that they can keep working out and, you know, not see the big body changes through our hormonal changes and whatnot. So then you did your post. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's just perfect timing. So yeah, I've taken, (laughs) I know it's new to me, so I can't, I'm not obviously a doctor. And there's a lot of science behind it, but I've taken a couple of courses on menopause, one being the Stacey Sims. And then I took that one too. So did you? Yeah. Oh God, it's awesome. And so then I'm like, this is it. This is what I need to do from here on. That's my target. You know, I work a lot with kids, but I also find that 40 and I'm living it, you know, so I've got the experience to relatable to back it up. It's been fun talking to people and being like, no, you can do that. Oh, okay. Oh, really? I can mitigate all the bad stuff I'm feeling and not give up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So today I'm here with Jennifer Temperley and I am really excited to dive into our conversation and to offer some great feedback to our listeners also on fitness after 40 and what it looks like in all different realms of things. But Jen, why don't you take it away and just give us a bit of a brief bio on who you are. We connected through the Betty squad. So yeah, here she is. Welcome. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And again, it's one of those connections from the Betty Squad that I just love and have met so many wonderful people, like-minded individuals through the squad. So uh, who am I? I mean, first off, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, daughter, sister, friend, you know, that's, I always like to say that first. It's who am I versus what you do, right? And you got to kind of think about that. But brief history, I grew up in Texas and I've lived in Southern California the last 17 years. So my husband and I moved 17 years ago. I was familiar with Southern California. I went to school in San Diego. So I was really kind of aching to get back to this wonderful weather and background. I've been swimming since I can remember. So competitive swimmer all throughout my life into high school. And then I swam competitively in college. And that's where I got into the sport of triathlon where it was like, okay, what do we do from here? Still needing that competition, not necessarily in a super serious way. I kind of evolved through it over the years, but in my first race was in 1995, back in the Bud Light triathlon era. And I just loved it. I'm passionate about it. And, you know, I took breaks while I had my children and then jumped back into it and just love the sport. So that kind of led me into coaching and wanting to help other people. I got certified in personal training and then group training, TRX and running and swimming. So I've had a personal training coaching business for the past 10 years. And, you know, that evolves as well as you keep educating yourself, learning about latest menopause and and then the different recovery modalities and working with youths and just making everything blend into the sport. So it's fun. It's not one size fits all. Totally. It is fun to see it all evolve and all the new research out there and what we should and shouldn't do with our bodies. And if we did this, how it actually can affect us. And yeah, definitely an interesting world to be involved in the sport industry. 
It is. And you have to evolve like every industry, you have to evolve with it and grow and continue to educate yourself, which is why I originally just jumped into it. I was like, oh, this is, this is so great. And I can do this. And I was seeing results in clients. So yeah, it's been, a, it's been great. It's been a fun road. Amazing. So you coach personally, obviously, and then you also coach out of a gym where you live for? Yep. I coach at F45 locally in uh, a parking lot currently as as times (laughs) are changing. I've got some group classes. We go to the beach or we go to the park or another parking lot. So I'm working with small groups as well in a safe environment. You know, the word of the year was pivot. So just pivot and adapt and doing a lot of Zoom trainings with individuals. And now I'm doing kind of Evolving again and doing group programs. So launching something new in February, that's going to be super fun with females and giving them workouts online and just having a community, more of a community aspect of it. Because I think that's what we're all missing right now, being locked up. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, you're going to have to tell us more about that one here for sure. So yeah, yeah, it's good. Let's go into women in sport. And is there like a common misconception that you see in the fitness wellness world with females and physique? I'm going to go into like, you know, whether that looks like diets, lifting, more cardio, you know, what do you see there? Yeah, yeah, you've heard it all before. You probably know the first thing I'm going to say is, oh, my muscles are going to get too big. People think if they lift weights, they're just going to automatically turn into a bodybuilder. Uh, and it's yeah. <laughs> uh, right. And it's interesting you talk to a bodybuilder and they're like, no, it actually takes a lot of effort and work to become that bulk. So that's a big one. I think it's evolving, but that might just be because I'm in this area of I'm working with 40 plus and it's lift heavy shit. Like it's time to go big and people are starting to realize that and see the change in their body as they do. So they're not the group I'm working with. I feel like people aren't as scared of that anymore. I think another one is people are too old, right? I'm too old. I can't do it anymore. They kind of start comparing themselves to when they were younger or what they used to be able to do. So it's kind of, you know, pulling them back into that and then just tell them to leave their comparisons behind and set new goals. You know, we don't need to decline as we age, we need to accelerate. So once you start kind of going that route and going, Hey, that's still part of my world. And now I just need to know that I can do things to mitigate the age and I can, you know, I can be epic. I can, I can get there. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Misconception. Definitely. As we age, doesn't mean we need to get slower. It doesn't mean that we need to lose muscle mass or like those can all be changed if we change that mindset within ourselves also. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people are just fast to make excuses. So we're just trying to flip that around. Yeah. I think another one that I I see a lot, if I can have a third is the whole carbs, right? Like no carbs, no carbs. I can't have carbs because, and and it's actually false, right? Carbs make fuel. (laughs) Right. Right. So you need more, otherwise your body starts storing the fat and it's all about the quality of food at the end of the day. Well said. Yeah, absolutely. I know it is very scary to be afraid of so many things. And I actually just recently saw this other post and it was like fruit, like people are now afraid of fruit, like something common and raw, but it's because of all those diet misconceptions and how much we should and shouldn't eat of it all. And it's like, oh my gosh, we all have to just like start tuning all that out and just like get back to the real root of it all and listen to our bodies. 
That's so true. I know it's too much sugar. It's like, have your blueberries, have your raspberries. It's okay. (laughs) You know, I think it's bad. You start cutting things out and then you start being deprived and then it just, it spirals downhill. For sure. Oh my gosh. With women in sport. And as we get, you know, post 40, usually is the time where we start to see a real hormonal change in our bodies. What can we do to adapt our fitness routines so that we try and, you know, stay strong, curve off extra weight that often comes along as we creep up to menopause? Any adaptions there? Yeah, there's quite a lot. And that's what I've been educating myself on this year, because it's just I find it so fascinating. As we age, we get it's harder, right? It's harder to maintain that lean muscle mass because of the fluctuation of hormones that are happening in your body. You've got the rise and fall of progesterone, and then you've got cortisol. And then it's just, it's so much easier to store fat. But there are ways to mitigate that, right? It's like people just give up. And it's like, no, 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 there's, there's things we can do. And I think it's a switch in mind set too. It's not necessarily about body image like it was back in the maybe your 20s, you know, 30s, but longevity and health and how you're feeling and, you know, people want to be strong. I think, well, there's a couple things, but number one is just getting, like I said earlier, the, the strength, the plyometrics, the quick hit sessions, the 20 second burst where you're just pushing, pushing, pushing. And when I say strength, I don't mean, you know, three sets of 12 or three sets of 15, but strength sessions with a purpose where it's okay. Today we are doing six reps and that is, we are just going out and you will be tired. And, you know, I'll back up a little bit. You also can't just jump into it, right? Oh, I've hit 50. I'm going to go jump into a strength training program. I'm going to go, you know, Jen said lift six, six reps and, you know, 150 pounds. So it's that gradual lead up. And like if five pounds is all you can do for today, then that's what you've got to do. And slowly, exactly. slowly yeah, heavy to yeah. Now. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, everyone has their own different level and they usually know it. You know, the bottom line is you just have to load your tissues even well before menopause. You know, we're looking at five to seven years before get it going and then keep that during. So where cardio used to be enough, you know, especially us triathletes that just go and go and go, it's different now. So instead of four hour bike ride, it'll be like, okay, I'm going to go on a three hour bike ride and then focus on strength or, you know, mobility or even recovery is different, you know, at that point. That's one. I think another one that people might tend to neglect is sleep, right? So we want to get up we and without the proper sleep, then your stress goes up and then your cortisol goes up and then your hormones are all messed up. So I always try to have people really, really work on that. And if it's sleeping in and missing that workout, then that's okay, you know, and and being okay with that. And then last, we'll probably get into nutrition, but just protein, extra, extra protein. It's so much more than we needed back, you know, 2030s. And people are often shocked. They're like, Oh, I need, I need that much. (laughs) It's, it's hard to get and in. It's hard to get in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When you realize how much you need, you're like, okay, I need to eat how much or, but when you're actually eating that you're fueling yourself and then you're not hungry for all that other, you know, as we said, sugars and all the other crap. Clean so diet, I'm sure you can, you can explain that more to us also, but in your program that you're launching in February, is this kind of a part of it also the nutrition side of it? It is. It's, it's giving advice and, you know, it's not loading everything on the first day. Okay, let's go. We got strength. We got you know plyo cardio. It's, it can be so overwhelming, but you make these simple changes every day. And the whole idea is you know, hey, fifteen minutes a day. I want you to think about adding water. 
to your day? Like, are you neglecting it? Are you working? Are you sitting at a desk all day, mm-hmm. 10 hours a day, and then you're not getting up and doing, you know, there's simple stretches you can do. Or, hey, how many steps have you gotten in? Can you take that call on a walk? And just put your headset in. You know, there's little things you can do, I think, to start creeping up into that area. Immediate protein after a workout. And people will be like, well, I don't think I worked hard enough. Or, oh, I feel bloated or I'm not hungry. And then they could be just spiraling downward into that low energy availability of not enough calories because you really start to feel different than you used to. Yeah. So some things that used to work might not work anymore, but we just need to adapt and pivot, right? (laughs) Pivot, pivot. (laughs) I don't know. I I hear that word. And I think of that Ross episode on friends where they're lifting the couch up through the hallway. Pivot. pivot. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, Well, as you said, you know, not sitting at a desk all day and obviously with the career path that you're in, you do not do that. And I recently saw your video of how you actually set up for your clients in the morning and you're lifting things in and out for everyone else to use in their workout. So aside from you just setting up your job, which is an activity in itself, what does your work week generally look like for fitness in your regimes? Mm, yeah, the whole parking lot set up. <laughs> well, it's you, if I would have talked to you a couple of years ago, and, and this is even COVID aside, it would have been much different. I did go through a little bout myself of adrenal fatigue, just low energy availability, anemia. And I learned a lot from that. It totally changed my mindset. It took me from the go, go, go mentality, you know, hard to take a day off to yeah, just keep pushing. Couldn't get out of bed, you know? So I was like, okay, this is what like, like it just stepped back and, and it, it took a lot to get out of that, but I learned so much in the process. And then I felt just a million times better than I did even, even before that time. So like I said earlier, I used to go out on four or five, six hour bike rides, come home, run, you know, that very standard, do everything, you know, two or three times a week. And I totally mix that up. COVID, of course, has a play of that because there's no races to be had. So it's, mm-hmm. I think it's a great time to throw that variety in, keep the background, you know, keep what you love to do that I still will go head out on the bike because I love to. And hopefully I can have some social interaction during that time and running the pool has been hit or miss. I try to get in two to three short pools open for 40 minutes. It's all about quality now. It's having purpose in every single thing I do. So, so I do that. And like I said earlier too, I, I will cut a, if I have to get home for something or we're doing, you know, some family event, I'll cut the endurance part short and then make sure I get in 30 minutes of strength. You don't need a lot. People think like, oh God, I need a full hour and I, you know, 30 minutes, two to three times a week. If it's the right activity, it can really make a difference. So I try to tie that in. I feel like I can tell when my body's starting to spiral downward and I'm starting to get like, okay, the headaches, the this, the that. And then I'm, I, I know a rest day is, is needed. Yeah. (laughs) Listening to your body more. I definitely dealt with some adrenal fatigue and burnout and all that through last year. And it's not a nice feeling to be in that's for sure. But when you are able to really listen to your body and allow yourself the time to recover, I feel like when you come back from that, you're way more in tune and way more kind to yourself also. So true. 
Yeah, it's yeah. so true. And it's just, it's one of those mysteries too. No one can really help you with it when you're going through it, unless you find the right person. But it's like, you know, so many people, well, you should be tired, you know, <laughs> you should be, because I'm, I'm stressed. Yeah, I'm super yeah. like, I'm like, so I don't feel stressed, but it was like, oh, your body still is creating stress. You know, we have stress in our bodies, even if we don't have that anxious feeling all the time. That's so true. Yeah. Definitely, we do. I mean, we need a certain level of that, but to be able to know when we need to rest so that we don't get to that extreme is definitely an important thing. Know thy body. Yes. Know your body. Listen in. So, you now, when you're moving your body, you get in your protein afterwards. How do you tend to fuel yourself when you know you're going to ask more of it? push more for your long ride days if you're still able to get those in and yeah I every, and every time I can feel like I'm not eating enough and then I feel like oh I'm not hungry it's again that spiral of you just you don't eat enough and then you don't get hungry so I just always make sure I come home and I am no matter how I feel I'm like 25 grams get it in get it in, you know and I don't do a lot of smoothies but there's a time and a place for them uh, and let's say you're going to lunch in two hours like you can have a smoothie, get in that protein, and then maybe you'll have a, a lunch in a half hour, an hour. But generally I come home and it's a massive, if I start talking about it a half hour, like away from home, you know, on the ride, you know, it's going to be good, but no, I'll have, you know, I'm not afraid of eggs. I'll have three eggs. I'll have avocado, the good fats and the spinach, the arugula, throw in some hemp seeds, chia seeds, awesome, and just variety all the time. I think that's the key. Yeah, keeping to, it to interesting. It mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it keeps it interesting. And then you don't have to come home and go, okay, I always have to have this. And it's good for your microbiome at the end of the day to have as much variety as possible. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I try to stay away from so much of the processed. That's where we get into trouble. There's, mm-hmm. there's a time when you have to have them, but, you know, I don't think we should rely on them all the time. So do you find the athletes that you deal with or coach, I should say, are indifferent, you know, are some of them vegan? Do some of them intermittent fast? How do you make sure that they're getting enough content into their meals when, you know, their dietary needs are, I'm sure, so different? Yeah. And it's difficult because no one wants to hear eat more when they're not mm. feeling great or they're feeling like they're starting That's the to last thing they want to do. Body fat. They're like, and then they'll thank me months later. I'll be, oh, okay. I see it now. I see it. My body's burning more efficiently and their metabolism speeds up and, and they can, they can actually feel and see a difference. People ask me all the time about diet. I, mean, <laughs> I think we talked about this before, but I don't like that word, right? Diet. No, neither. And specific, all the ones out there, you know, you name it, but it's my, my husband always said, it's a way of living. I'm always like, it's a way of living, like, like find something that is sustainable for you and something that, you know, makes you feel good and is healthy and is manageable. You know, so some would be like, oh, but a Pop-Tart is, I can do that, you know? So no, I don't mean that. But I think at the end of the day, it's that clean living Mm-hmm. eat from the ground up, eat a variety, lots of vegetables. We tend to not eat vegetables enough. You know, you might just have, oh, it's a salad, but you can add so much more vegetables than just having a romaine mm-hmm. lettuce salad or kale salad or, or whatever it is. You can have vegetables to your breakfast. So I always just try to say you slowly incorporate them and, and then you start to crave that feeling 
you know, that you get after eating well and clean. Not so much the calories in, calories out, as you always hear. I'm sure that's a big struggle when people are being told to consume more when they are, you know, we're so, I guess, conditioned, I should say, from past and watching diets and all the bad words and negativity. It's like, okay, cut the calories, work out more, you know, just go, go, go. Whereas now you're saying, lift some weights, slow down, listen to your body, but probably consume more than you were because you were probably actually beating your body up and leaving it in a deficit in a negative way. That's so true. Yeah. People work harder because they don't feel good. So they have this high level of energy expenditure and then their intake is lower. So I read the other day, it's somewhere in the ballpark of like 55%, 50 to 55% of female athletes don't eat enough. That's significant, you know, and, and it could be they don't think it's going to align with their performance or, or it's more aesthetics reasons, but it's a big number. You know, and we got to change the way of thinking. Absolutely. I think too, coming, I know for sure that I have dipped into that 50, 55% here and there. Absolutely. And I think you get into a mode of being so deficient that you find yourself, oh, well, I just did that ride. I'm not even hungry. Opposed to realizing that, no, it's not about whether you're hungry or not. Your body actually is hungry. It needs to be fueled and you need to reteach your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Especially immediately after a workout, just get it in, <laughs> get it in. I know you might not be feeling great, but just start and then you'll feel better. I promise. <laughs> For sure. So what do your recovery days look like these days? And do you have a bit of a routine that you find yourself doing every day? Oh, I have learned to just embrace the recovery days. The interesting thing and what I try to coach my clients also is you've got to rest and recover. It brings the sympathetic down and the parasympathetic up to restore the body. So that's the only way you can get those gains from those hard workouts is to recover. Saying that there's different versions of recover. Some will be like, oh yeah, I just did a power yoga, which is fine. You just got to know, again, it's know the body, know where your stress level is. And I try to like I mentioned earlier, if I have a recovery day coming up and I'm just like, oh my God, I am so stressed. It's a, it's a day off. It's sleeping and it's just trying to mitigate the stress as much as possible. I know it's easier <laughs> to say you're not going to lock yourself in a bedroom and especially if you're a mom, if you're working full time, but it's just trying to ease up on that stress and lower that cortisol. I have recovery days that are easy rides also. So that can be a part of it. It can be light mobility work that just feels really good to do specific. Like if you've got, oh, my, my back is killing me, then, you know, hey, let's do some exercises that help stretch that out and get you to the right spot where you're ready to roll in, in a day or two. Usually it's two weeks on and a week off. You just got to find out through experience and through trial and error, just what works, works for you, works for everyone. Mm -hmm. And then it's also back to that nutrition standpoint. How much you eat, what you should eat on a recovery day, make sure you still are fueling yourself and not leaving the yeah. tank empty. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So tell us a little bit about what to expect coming in February from this incredible new program you have rolling out. Oh, I'm so excited. I mentioned earlier, but it's it's the idea of community and bringing women together to have accountability. So it's not just me accountable, but hey, you give someone 
it can be their own goal. It can be, hey, this is the challenge of the week. And it's going to be different levels. You know, it's, it's, it's for absolutely everyone. It's not like, oh, you've got to be Ironman to join this. It's a way to bring everyone to a spot and then have them do exercises that are what they need for their own body and what they're working on. So, and as well as that tying in the nutrition and just being a support system. You know, giving advice and giving challenges and weekly goals. And it's not a, a two-week reset. The idea is just to make this a sustainable program where you're just, you're improving and growing. And, you know, not only from a, a physical standpoint, but also a personal standpoint. And you can, you can take it with you and, and you feel good. At the end of the day, I just, I want people to feel good. I want them to be positive and really be okay with all these changes that are going on with their bodies. I love that. I think that power in numbers and having that accountability from people, people that are in the similar circumstance that can actually understand where you might need that push and that hope and that excitement. I think that that's such an inspiring thing that you're doing and it's for sure going to be successful. It's exciting. I'm very, very, yeah. I'm like, ready, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Is it February yet? (laughs) I know. It's a good feeling to have. Yeah. So will it all be based online? It will. I think, uh, you know, initially it will be online. There's some local people that I've already got as part of a trial program. So it's difficult right now. It's, it's hard to get into the, the parks and I do the small group activities, but The idea is for locals, I love to meet up once a week, maybe it's once a month. And then, you know, when we get out of this, it can be a little more live interaction, but I'll have live, whether it's Zoom or FaceTime, not really sure of the platform, but we'll get to know each other from live virtual feeds. (laughs) And local for you, where people... I'm in Manhattan Beach. Manhattan. Yep. Southern California. Uh, sunny sunshine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's great. And as you know, you know, with the Betty Squad, it's people all over the world. You can, it's kind of changed our, our way of business, everyone and, and our way of living. But it's fun to be able to work with people from all over. I think so much of your idea too, the the accountability and just having so many amazing, inspiring people at your fingertips in that kind of a group setting. I'm just learning my short time so far on the Betty Squad also has just been that much more accountable, so many more positive things to look forward to and people to ask questions from. Yeah you're building something that's, I know it's just going to do so well. I think as a woman, as a female, there's so many things that we want to ask and not be judged by, and we need to be able to ask the right people and at the right time, right? So we're going through changes in the body. Well, not everyone that we may ask are going through at that time themselves. So being able to have a group around you that understands exactly where you're at will be such a benefit. It makes such a huge difference. I even, I even see it at the local gym I work at and I'm, you know, if you just stand next to somebody while they're working out, <laughs> they work harder. You know, it, it's just, if, if, if I'm on a zoom or a video and you know, I love it. I love it. It's, it's really a fascinating process to go through, but you know, at the end of the day, I want to push people. I want them to realize their potential and they don't need to just stick around that same, same weight, same reps, everything they're doing, but build some stamina strength and mix it up. 
And you don't need to do it alone. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Even if we're locked up, we've got each other. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Jen, for coming on today. I really appreciate it and getting to know you a little bit more and everything that you do and offer. And where can everyone find you? What's the best way to reach you? So my Insta is Climb Fitness, Climb Fitness on Facebook and website Climb Fitness. So it's, uh, yeah. And it was, you know, it was all developed to just climb yourself out of that rut. Like I said, I'm a big fan of variety and, you know, proper form and just getting people out of the norm. So that's where it stemmed from. Well, thank you. And I, you had some amazing tips and tricks for women as we start to go through hormone changes, I think. So lifting heavy shit as per Stacey Sims, what a great, a great guide there eating more. Don't be afraid, but eating more of the right things and the proteins don't forget to move your body, but don't neglect it and allow it to rest and repair when needed as well. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it. See you next week. You can find me on Instagram at momsweatsam.com.